Crossroads, we believe that Jesus is the best thing that has ever happened to us, and we want others to know him as we do. You can visit us Sunday morning at 500 South Interstate 35 in Belton, Texas. You can also stay up to date with all of our latest information by going to crcbelton.com or like us on facebook.com slash crcbelton. You are now about to watch our weekly podcast. We hope to see you this Sunday at Crossroads Church. Thanks again for joining us for our weekly podcast. Uh, we're so excited that you're taking time and carving out time uh, to watch this. And I pray that it certainly blesses your soul today. We have wrapped up our series in the book of Exodus, talking about everything that we ever needed to know, we learned in the desert. And so just want to bring to you a recap of what we talked about on Sunday. We began reading out of Exodus chapter 18, verses 13 through 23 in the message version. The next day, Moses took his place to judge the people. And people were standing before him all day long from morning to night. And when Moses' father-in-law saw what was happening, he said, what's going on here? And why are you doing all this? And you're doing it all by yourself and letting everybody line up before you from morning to night. Verse 15 says, Moses said to his father-in-law, because the people come to me with questions about God, when something comes up, they come to me. And I judge between a man and his neighbor and teach them God's laws and, and instructions. And it says in verse 17, Moses' father-in-law said to him, his name was Jethro, by the way. He says, there, this is not the way to go about it, Moses. This is not the way to do it. He says, you'll burn out and the people right along with you. He says, this is way too much for you and you can't do this long. He says, now listen to me. Let me tell you how to do this so that God will be in this with you. It's powerful. So that God will be in this with you. Be there for the people before God, but let the matters of concern be presented to God. Your job is to teach them the rules and instructions, to show them how to live and what to do. And, and then you need to keep a sharp eye out for the competent men who fear God, men of integrity, men who are incorruptible. And appoint them as leaders of our groups organized by the thousand, by the hundred, by the fifty, and by the ten. So that's what Moses began to do. He would break down probably like estimated three million people. And he appointed men who he could trust, who were not corruptible, godly men, to help him rule the people. Everything I needed to know, I, I learned in the desert. I learned this. I can't do it alone. Holly and I had the privilege of pastoring an amazing church. We love it. It has been one of the great highlights of our life. We plan to be at Crossroads a long time, and we've already been here a long time, but plan to be here a long time. And it's a great privilege to do it. But what we're seeing as the church is growing, and it's growing at a fast pace, a healthy pace, but a fast pace, is that we can't do it alone. We need people to come alongside of us and help us. And we've seen people do that, but we're at a place where we need more people to step up and step out in their ministry and their giftings and their callings invest their time, their talent, their resources into the kingdom of God and what God is doing right here at Crossroads. Now, we're talking about not doing it alone, and certainly life is not meant to be alone. In fact, God tells us this in Genesis chapter 2, chapter 2, verse 18. God himself looked down at man. He said, it's not good for man to be alone. And so he says, let's create him a suitable helper. And God gave us woman. Or another way to say it, God gave us, whoa, man. God gave us someone to slow man down, uh, to help us see what we need to see, hear what we need to hear. And God gave us woman, and she has come alongside of us as men to help us. 
and guide us and to hear another side of God's voice that often we as men do not hear. So God gave us woman. He looked at man, he created man, he created like me as a man, and he was pleased with what he did, but he says it's not good that man should be alone. So life is not meant to be lived alone. And I, and I mean, not just between a husband and wife, I mean just like with having friends. And this is why it's so mission critical for your uh, mental health, your emotional health, your social health, for you to get to the house of God and develop relationships with people and have a place of worship like Crossroads where you can connect with people who are in the same lane of as life that you're in. And so it tells us that. Also, I would add to this, that Jesus went to be alone with his father many times, more time, more than we have time to reflect right now. So I say this, if Jesus did it, maybe we should do it too. So I wanna encourage you right now to begin carving out time daily to spend with God. If that's in the morning, if it's in the evening, you know, we have a devotional that we give out at our, our church every quarter. And uh, it's, a, it's a devotional, many of our church people do it. So grab our devotional, there's easy, easy, easy ways to get connect with God. But we have to carve out time to be alone with God. Uh, certainly there are seasons and moments in our life where our soul will long for it more than others. Like when we're in the valley, when we feel like we're in a dry place, when we're being hit from the, by the enemy, you know, we'll, we'll long for that. Uh, but I encourage you, even when you're on the mountaintop, long long to carve out time and be alone with God as well because it's mission critical it's biblical that we are we spend life together Proverbs 27 17 certainly one of my favorite verses is iron sharpens iron so one man sharpens another let me say that again it's iron sharpens iron so one man sharpens another um, I said uh, on Sunday, if you weren't able to be with us in worship on Sunday, we had a, a great illustration. We had some deadlifting going on and I was doing some deadlifting and, and showing how much I can lift. And, and, uh, but we put enough weight on the bar that I could not lift. And, and the point of this illustration is simply to show that we, it takes all of us. Like at some point, the lifting is going to be too much for me. And, and we have, and, and for you as well, at some point, life's going to be too much for you. And you're going to need people in your life who can come alongside you and help you lift the weight that you can't lift. And that's okay. I mean, you know, pride kills us too many times. Too many times it sidelines us from achieving our goals when we need people to come alongside of us and come in our life and do that. Another friendship, uh, excuse me, another verse I like is Romans 12, 10. It says, love one another with bro brotherly affection. Watch this. Outdo one another in showing honor. Love each other with brotherly affection and outdo one another in showing honor. I mean, when was the last time someone honored you and you tried to outdo them by honoring them even more? I mean, what would it look like in our marriages, our homes, our children, you know, our schools, if we tried to outdo one another with honoring one another in a loving spirit? Like when someone honors you, you say, oh man, I can't wait for the next moment to honor them. Like I'm gonna honor them because they've honored me. I'm gonna honor them even more. I want to close with this. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 12, out of the New Living Translation, it says it this way. A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated. A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated. Two people stand together back to back and they can conquer. But watch this. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. One person standing alone, they're conquered, they're defeated. Two people stand alone back to back, they can conquer. But three people, even better. It's like a triple braided cord. It is not easily broken. 
man, God has put us together to conquer what he has set before us, to to help build his kingdom here on earth. God has put people on our path. He's given me to you as a pastor and he's given you to me. He's put husbands and wives and he's he, He's put children and he's put communities together. We're better together than we are alone. We have so much in common. There's more that, that unites us than that divides us. But the enemy wants us to focus on the things that divide us. That's not what we need to focus on. We need to focus on the things that unite us. And there's more that unites us than divides us. I love you and praying for you. This week, uh, as we start the first uh, Sunday in September, don't forget it's Family Worship Sunday, so all the kids will be in there. And then we'll dismiss them at an appropriate time to go back into kids' church. We have a lot of things coming up. Men's event coming up on September 9th right here. We're pastoring with uh, men from Church of Christ in Belton. We're meeting here again. We did this in February, excuse me, we did this in April. We're doing it again this fall. And uh, our men's trip to Enchanted Rock. So many good things happening. And last but certainly not least, we are starting our new series called Vision and talking about what the next five years looks like here at Crossroads Church and the aggressive plan that God has given us for growth, uh, to reach our city, uh, to impact for the city, this county, for the kingdom of God. I mean, really some cool stuff that you're, you're going to want to make sure you're, you do not miss Sunday. Love each and every one of you. Let me pray with you before we go. Father, I thank you for this day. For those that are watching, it may be a week or two down the road that they're seeing this, but they're watching it and they're hearing it at the right time, the appointed time, the God time. And I pray for them and their souls and their hearts that they would connect with you and realize and know beyond a shadow of a doubt that there is a God in heaven, that there is a king of the universe, the architect of creation has stood up and he's looking down and he's watching us and you you are looking out for us and you are in tune with us. We thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus Christ, who gives us access to you, gives us access to heaven, gives us eternal life. There's no other way that we can know you but through your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for that. Be with him in the name of Jesus. Amen. So be it.